Girl Fridays. I'm Natalie. And I'm Marin. Hello. It's kind of sad. I, I just, it was perfunctory. It, um, mm-hmm. we were trying to shove Triscuits into our mouth, um, <laughs> which I felt like it was a bad podcast snack. Um, uh-huh. It's probably a poor choice, so I was just like, you know what, I'm Marin. Is it the loudest cracker? What's the loudest cracker? It has to be up there. Because it's so, mm. it's like multifaceted. It's layered. It's a, it's a weaved yeah. cracker. So you have a lot of crunch ability. A lot of crunch, a lot of salt, a lot of lip smacking. Yeah. Uh, really quick, we have to talk about how, are we trendsetters? The what? JVN pretzel Pop-Tart commercial from the Super, Super Bowl. Bowl. I freaked the fuck out. I was at home. Were you still at the party at the time? Probably, because I didn't see it right. live. But I literally was just like... Oh what? There is a pretzel pop tart commercial at the Super Bowl. I was so excited. Got that was like the highlight of the Super Bowl for me. Yeah. I wonder I wonder how they're selling. Because they are good. They are good. They're the brown sugar ones. Yeah. Good. Get those brown sugar ones. Uh that's kind of what I'm fangirling over. We went to a ridiculous Super Bowl party that mm-hmm. is so much fun. I met a Raven again. I think it yeah. might be a different one. Different Raven. But same excitement. Yeah. And then they had different food stations, one being hot dog on a stick, which is just corn dogs. It was a corn dog. It was so fresh. And I think I ate it in three bites. I just like shoved that thing down my mouth. So good. Do you think corn corn dog is a brand? And so like if you're not a sanctioned corn dog, you can't call it a corn dog? Or is that like – I think that's what it's called. Because there's there's pronto pups. I don't know what that is See, that I think is like kind of a – Corn dog. I don't. So I'm wondering if these what, are just brands or what. What's what, happening where, here? Tell me more about this. A pronto pub. Yes. It's like a state fair food. Um. But so maybe it's just a a corn dog. I don't know. Okay. Never it, heard of that. N- uh, okay. M- m- my Minnesota people need to like back me up here. Like I it, know. It, I believe it you. is a thing. Um. Yeah. The Super Bowl party. So I was having like a pre Super Bowl party panic attack because the the party is crazy. We've, this is the fourth year. Supposedly 1,000 people were there. Yes. It's it's nuts. There's animals involved. And I was trying to decide whether or not I should bring Philly, but I knew she knew that there were going to be animals. And so if I didn't take her, she would – this is, like, where therapy begins, right? It's like, oh, you didn't take me to this party when I was two. Like, now I hate you for the rest yeah, of your life. Yeah, but now you're just embracing her love of reptiles. Oh, so. my God. <laughs> So we get there. I got there an hour before the party started. There were two camels. We'll post people we'll post some photos. Sure. There were two camels. Philly saw a Burmese python that is no joke, twenty feet long. I hate that. And sprinted to it and gave it a hug. And now I'm concerned that I have a devil child. I'm just concerned in general. There's a porcupine. Oh, there was also a puppy adoption mm-hmm. and guinea pig and bunny adoption. At least all the puppies got adopted. All the puppies Love got that. adopted. Um, at one point, someone asked one of the animal handlers, where's the python? And they just responded, under this table. And I was very <laughs> nervous. Very nervous. There, it, there's a lot going on. The, the party's very fun, but it's intense. And then when you have a two-and-a-half-year-old who thinks she's 12 and can do anything she wants, I spent most of it sweating and trying to prevent her from death. Yeah. Um, and if you're someone like me who does not care about football, you just, like, get a couple free drinks, eat a lot, meet yeah. some animals, and leave. And it's great. And, yeah. I mean, there's something for everyone, for sure. Really, yeah. The, the, the largest candy table in the history of time, that was a real problem. <laughs> um, it's just... 
it's weird. Like, there's just weird things happening at this party. And I think we now kind of take it for granted because we've been so many times. We're yeah. like, yeah, this is a this is a thing that happens. Yeah. But is everyone this what else... you're fangirling over? Because you didn't have an easy time like no, I, I didn't did. Have a, no, I'm not feeling. I'm not fangirling over. I am fangirling over when I was leaving the party. The we were walking out, and there was a, a maybe a capuchin monkey, like a like oh. a Marcel mm-hmm. from Friends, and. Uh, it leapt onto my shoulder while I was holding Philly. So it, like, leapt in between us. And I have this photo of just pure joy from the both joy of us. The joy almost made me cry. It's, I want it framed. Yeah, that's pretty great. Um, so that was, like, a – and then I had this weird thought that, like, she's not going to remember any of this. Because, like, when you don't remember things from when you're two. No. And I was like, what a weird – she's had a life as a two-year-old, and she's not going to remember any of it. Um, but I think I'm fangirling over Shrill season two. Mm-hmm. Yes, I think I watched it in one day. I do not love it as much as I loved season one. Fair. It felt a little more like it was trying to figure out what it wanted to do and like season one, which season one is like the book in yes. a lot of ways. So it's like and the now source it's kind material. Of going rogue. Yeah, it's going rogue. Um, I kind of want the show to be about Fran. Yes. Like Fair. the episode with Fran's family and their Nigerian wedding, I was like, this is great. Mm-hmm. Also, why don't more brides That was wear a really purple? good episode. That was a really good episode. It gave me sort of a similar vibe to the Thanksgiving episode of Master of None in a much shorter, like... Just, like, learning about someone else's yeah, it, life. Yeah, it felt similar in, like, how, you know, Fran seems so cool and whatever, but she has this sort of weird relationship with her family, and I don't know, it was... I, I really liked that one in particular, but um, very easy to watch. A.D. Bryant... Great. Mm-hmm. I forgot how love. much the girl loves a clog. And so then I love A.D. Bryant because <laughs> I also love a clog. And, yeah, del- like an easy breezy little delightful quick watch. Yeah. I think Hulu's stepping up their game slowly but surely, especially with the FX deal. Come on. Finally, we can watch FX shows. Right. And <laughs> not have to have cable. Yes. Um, yes. I... I agree. I've been pleasantly surprised with all of the originals of Hulu that I have watched. Um, So every single time I'm like, yeah, sure, I'll give this a try. Also, great place to find those British comedies that I love. Mm. Um, That's where you're finding them. That's where I'm finding them is on Hulu. I surprisingly am watching a lot of, like, documentaries and movies on Hulu. Really? Yeah. Interesting. I don't know. Hulu, just giving us what we want, apparently. It's free advertising for Hulu. Are we fangirling over Hulu? I think we are. Um, All right, this is the last in our series. Um, The woes. The woes. You really really carried the research here. Um, I had something that I wanted to include, and I forgot it uh, when I was going through some things, but there was just, this is a a time, the woes. The one thing that I did want to talk about a little bit is Angelina Jolie and Billy Bob Thornton. Oh, please. Go ahead. The I, blood. The blood. The tiny little vials of blood. The full-on disgusting sucking face makeout session at maybe the VMAs or, like, the MTV Movie Award red carpet. Like, the tattoo. That fucking dragon yep. tattoo. Her, like, jet black hair. Mm-hmm. And lest we forget, he's afraid of furniture. Yes. So... It is a real phobia. <laughs> I, this was basically my introduction to Angelina Jolie. Mm-hmm. I had no backs. I didn't know who she was. No. And then all of this crazy was happening. So I thought of her as like kind of scary, just like how I was kind of scared of Marilyn Manson. Yeah. Yeah. You're yeah. Like, uh, well, in that, like, know. you kind of look different and you're pushing the boundaries. 
but like in a okay way. But now like, it's kind of cool in a crazy way. Yeah. Looking back on it, I don't know. They like make you nervous, but like in an excitement kind of way where you're like, oh, what? I didn't know this was possible. And then the age difference. And also around that same time, she was like making out with her brother at the oh, Oscars. Yeah. See like, that? Yeah. There's just things were happening with Angelina Jolie. And then when you just parallel it to Brad and Jen, it's just like, whoa, all this was happening at the same time. I'm so sorry, what? Now I'm just remembering <laughs> Billy Bob Thornton wearing that trucker hat. That's yep. just a look. That trucker vibe. Hats. Trucker hats, just in general. That was just in a the whole 2000s. Vibe. Like 2003. Yeah. yeah. Thank you, Ashton Kutcher. Thank I you. Definitely had one. Cast of that 70s show. Oh, yeah. I like a, yeah, everyone wearing a trucker hat. <laughs> Um, speaking of them, go back to Shrill. My favorite part of that episode is when they buy the hats that say "Wine 'em, Dine 'em, and '69 'em," and I was just, can you imagine just encountering someone like that in the is wild? something at a gas station I would buy immediately. Like, yeah. wow, we need this. But just like if you saw a person in the wild wearing that hat, wow, it's telling you so much. Yeah. Um, all right, I want to talk about another couple that we really haven't talked about. I don't At know all. why, because we talked about the VMAs. Mm-hmm. We haven't discussed that Jennifer Lopez was dating, was it Puff Daddy at the time? I think he was Puff Diddy? Daddy at the time. I don't know. He was Puff Daddy at the time. At the VMAs, they were wearing, like, the white look the white, and the, the rhinestone bandana. bandana. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, we didn't mention it. <laughs> no. Probably because we have to talk about a much more important look, which is Jennifer Lopez's Versace gown she wore to the Grammys. The dress. The dress that's, like carried her career not really i mean she's very talented but it like doesn't go away so i'm gonna make an analogy and i think you're gonna be able to track this it's versace related okay so jennifer lopez was like a thing right like we had selena like think you know things were happening she'd been a fly girl like music was coming out like you know whatever but this dress is like like you're ramping up in terms of like public awareness similar thing happened to Elizabeth Hurley. I have it right here. Great. Okay. The the safety pin dress. Yes. It's like it sh- had, so on Wikipedia, putting it's people. been cited along with Elizabeth Hurley's dress mm-hmm. as one of the most high profile dresses that made like Versace a household name. Yeah. And made these women a household name. Yeah. Like Elizabeth Hurley at that point was just Hugh Grant's girlfriend. And then and, like, maybe the face of Estee Lauder. I don't remember. I don't know the timeline. <laughs> and, like, um, Austin Powers. But that was – it's, like, pre – it's kind of, like, around the same time. It's, like, oh, wait, you're the safety pin girl dress. Like, now let's yeah. put you in this, this movie. This is also a turning point in Donatella's career. Right. Because, as we know, mm-hmm. the American Crime Story yeah. season it's uh-huh. all about Versace being murdered. Right. So this was a big step up for her, too. Yes, also, J-Lo has worn this dress twice this year, so... But, like, different versions, versions. of it. Yeah, but, like, she walked a catwalk at the Milan Fashion Week last year, and mm-hmm. then at SNL, somehow whipped off a very cool tuxedo into the look. Uh, unbelievable. She didn't have to do that. J-Lo, just having a moment, bringing it back to the Super Bowl, too. Um, okay, but she wore a, like, bathing suit? Under it? It was like nude underwear. And it, I guess it was kind of like a last minute choice. So it was like, do you want to wear this or this? And she just went with this one and didn't really expect to get the amount of tension that she did. And it's actually been worn before. It's been worn by Ginger Spice. Jerry Hollowell wore it 
a few weeks prior. Huh. But she had long, bad blonde extensions, yeah. which kind of cover your boobs, one, uh-huh. and two, just really take away from the dress itself. Totally. J-Lo, so smart with the hair pulled up. Yeah. Everything's perfect. The makeup, very simple. Yep. Fashion like, tape in place. Fashion tape in place. Everything's working. No jewelry. Because you know someone's going to make a poor choice and have like a teardrop necklace oh. down there. Don't do that. No. Almost never. Almost never have <laughs> a, teardrop a teardrop necklace. necklace. Period. But definitely not with that with that dress. Yeah. But this, you know, caused a ruckus. A ruckus. And we can confidently say that this is why Google Images exists. Google says this is why Google Images yeah. exist. So in 2000, Google search results had been limited to just like basic text, text and links. Mm-hmm. The developers worked on like improving this, making the search tool because the most popular like search was Jennifer Lopez in this dress. Unbelievable. So we have Google Images, which I use almost every day. Every day. Because of Jennifer Lopez. Um, honestly, though, like good for her. And and like this is at the Grammys. Like this is not it. This is just what she wore on a red carpet. Yeah. Unbelievable. Yeah, a replica of the dress is in the Grammy Museum, Okay, apparently, but she states that she owns the original. Have you ever been to the Grammy Museum? I think I have, but I didn't see this. Maybe Are there more than one Grammy Museum? No, I mean, it's downtown LA. It's lovely. I don't know. I went for the Dolly Parton exhibit. Oh, yeah, maybe it's, like, relatively new that it's there. I don't know. They swap stuff out. Uh, Yeah, I mean, and girl, girl just looking amazing in then, now. Super Bowl. Great. Come on. Great. Also, good color for her. She's, yeah. like, pulling off a blue eyeshadow that, like, no one it can all pull works. off. She glows. I had a friend who saw her once, and she made the joke that you could, like, see her through a wall because she, like, literally Isn't glows. Isn't that what her perfume is called? Glow? Sure, maybe. Mm-hmm. I'm pretty App- sure. Appropriately named. Whatever happened to, like, her clothing line? Can I still buy J-Lo clothes? I don't think so. Hmm. She also, who can rock a full rhinestone bandana with, like, pigtails? She, does she have, like, pigtails? No. She's like a ponytail out of She's it. She's like a ponytail. But, like, she did, like, the half up a lot with, like, a flip out. I don't It all works. It all works. It's not fair? Sure. <laughs> Great. Um, okay, 2000, a lot, of, a lot of seismic change happening in 2000, but, like, low-key. Mm-hmm. A lot of things that, like, led to other things. Right. So... 2000 is the year of Napster. Now, I was a Kazakh. Me too, I was about okay, to say. Okay. I, I was not in on the Napster I was stuff. not in on the Napster. I was, <laughs> And I wasn't even really into, because, you know, again, it's like, do you have a stable internet? Like, are you, you know, all of those things, like, what's happening? And Napster is really credited with, I mean, it's, again, why we have iTunes, essentially. Mm-hmm. And very, like, the rise and fall of Napster is, lightning fast it's almost like 18 months basically it is said to be the fastest growing company of all time because at the height they had 26 million users wow it literally the company existed for like two years maybe now sean parker and sean fanning confusing spelled different two shillings of sean's they i feel like you'll like this they met on the internet when they were 14 and 15 i do love that <laughs> they and they like Bonded over like hacking and like and music, I would assume. Yeah, music, (laughs) things like that. Now, if you don't know, Napster was peer to peer file sharing. If you're Metallica, you're gonna call it straight up stealing. Um, So in both 
in 2000, both Dr. J and Metallica sue Napster. Madonna, very unhappy as well. Mm-hmm. A lot of things were, like, getting leaked on Napster, like, a day before or whatever. A lot of people very pissed about it. You know who wasn't pissed about it? Radiohead. So Kid A comes out this year. It gets released a month ahead of time on Napster. And then essentially, like, even by the time the album came out, like, already, like, millions of people had it, which is credited with getting it to Billboard's number one So people one are still buying it? They were still like, word buying of mouth it. makes yes. people buy it? Because people were like, oh, or they had, like, a shitty quality and they yeah. want the real thing or whatever. But think about it, too. Before Napster or Kazaa or any of these places, you had to buy a whole album. Like, you were getting a bunch of stuff that you That's why we want. all know, like, Soda Pop off of Britney Spears' first album. Totally. No, you know all <laughs> the, like, deep cuts of things where you're like, what? And... And, you know, and there's a lot of pros and cons to that. There's, like, the artists in a lot of ways see it as a full journey. And if you're cutting it up into individual pieces, it's not the full experience, like, blah, Mm -hmm. blah, blah. But, uh, you know, so if we don't have Napster, there's no business model, really, for iTunes at all. But the reason Napster ultimately shuts down is because Metallica sues them to death, essentially. And they have to – they go bankrupt. And, I mean, all of these artists had a very fair (laughs) – claim that they were like you we're not getting paid for this music that we have created and where that money at um sean fanning i don't know if you remember this came out at the vmas he presented at the vmas wearing a metallica t-shirt and this was like in the middle of the lawsuit and like lars from metallica was just like fuck this guy um and the who i can't remember who he was presenting with but they said something like oh where'd you get that t-shirt and he said oh my friend like lent it to me or my friend shared it with me it was like this sort of you know tongue-in-cheek situation but really changed the industry sean parker then goes on to be the president of facebook he's now worth 2.4 billion dollars of course right so a lot of things happening i guess sean instead of like sharing music he's just like Taking our personal information. All the things. It's fine. Yeah. And, you know, Sean Parker is the one in The Social Network, played by Justin Timberlake, who says, drop the thaw. Mm-hmm. Unclear if that's true or not. But uh, these two dudes totally changed the way the world works um, and or the, the way we kind yeah, of consume media. And now we have media. Spotify where they get paid almost nothing. Almost nothing. Instead of nothing. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so it's – you could say it was it was great for – the end user, yes, really, really problematic for the people who create it. Yeah, I remember using Kazaa with my cousins, like downloading Mad TV sketches. Yeah, you could download we anything. Really using it for music. We would download the first. What I would argue is like the first audio meme, peanut butter jelly time. Um, yeah, fair. I remember downloading that. Like, there's like weird things that I remember downloading on Kazaa and just being like, and that was how like. Or, like, someone would send you something and it would take you three hours to finally be able to watch it. Three hours. Or you're, like, downloading the Maroon 5 album before Maroon 5 was, like, a thing. And it would literally. When they were Kara's flowers. Yes. And it would take, (laughs) like, a day. And you're like, all right, I'll check back on that tomorrow because I'm trying to download 10 songs. Yeah. Very, very interesting time. And it's just, like, it's crazy that that was only 20 years ago. And, like, we've been consuming media in such a different way. Mm Mm-hmm. And we just don't even remember. It's like, oh, yeah, you could go buy a single and, like, yeah, you would have CDs, but you couldn't get that online. I don't know. Crazy. It's a woe. Whoa. It is a woe. Another woe. First gay kiss on U.S. television in okay. 2000. So when did Ellen come out? 99? Mm-hmm. Is that when we did 99? Yeah. 
then Dawson's Creek takes it a step further. Mm-hmm. And they, a male kiss. Male kiss. I haven't gotten to that point because I kind of stopped watching it. Yeah. But it happened. It was Jack. Jack once took a photo of me at the racetrack. Um, I was like, wait <laughs> cool. a minute. That's Kara Smith. Um, I got very excited about that. But, yeah, just like, again, crazy. That was only 20 years ago. Yeah. How, what? And now I'm watching, like, 911 Lone Star, and two guys are, like, really going at it. Oh, yeah. It's like, you watch Pose, and you're like, whoa. Yeah. Um, yeah. But that's still, like, groundbreaking. It took 20 years to get to there. Totally. And, like, I mean, Pose is on cable. Yeah. So you still have some sort of, like, buffer. But, like, 911 is just, like, straight up on Fox. Like, anybody can stumble upon that. But crazy that it still kind of takes, like, 20 years. How long did it take to get to Dawson's Creek? And then how long did it... Yeah. Take to get to now. Um, all right. You have Subway Jared on here. If and that's I not a whoa. That's a whoa. That's a whoa. I mean, of course, we all remember Jared. He lost weight by walking to Subway and eating Subway sandwiches. Mm-hmm. I don't know how Subway found out. That's my, yeah, like, did. But he became the spokesperson for the brand with the first commercial launching in 2000. Here is Jared Fogle. You may have seen him on the news or a talk show. He was inspired by Subway's great-tasting sandwiches. Jared believes in an active lifestyle, including lots of walking. At the heart of Jared's routine are Subway sandwiches. Hey, Jared. Hey, guys. And he did it up until 2015. Yeah. And then we all found out that Jared was gross. From Indiana. Oh, really? Jared Vogel. Lived in Indiana during all of the scandal. So he... (laughs) I feel like he put Subway on the map. Like, Subway, I believe, is now the highest franchised business, like, in the world. Yeah. Like, there in are my more mind, Subways. I was like, what about Happy Gilmore? <laughs> no, I know. But, like, it, you didn't, like, see the ads for Subway like you did. And it was like, no. oh, everyone kind of, like, globbed on to this dude. And he's, like, kind of dopey. He's, like, holding up his fat jeans. Those gigantic jeans. And they're always, like, the side-by-side. It's, like, basically a Nutrisystem yeah. commercial. They, uh, Subway had this disclaimer. The Subway diet, combined with a lot of walking, worked for Jared. We're not saying this is for everyone. You should check with your doctor before starting any diet program. But it worked for Jared. <laughs> Yeah, like, like, don't do it, but maybe do it. Maybe do it. How far was he walking every day? I know. And, like, did he walk to Subway two times a day? Or did he, like, go get a sandwich, come home, go back? Like, what, was he also eating for dinner? Or was he getting a foot long and splitting for lunch and dinner? Right. Jared, we need I mean, I never want to talk to Jared, but I also want to know. Yeah, because then he went to jail for child pornography. Yes. Also, let's not forget, like, how explosive this was in pop culture like they made fun of him on south park Mm -hmm. uh like when fat bastard and austin powers lost all the weight it was from the jared diet like it was a moment totally and it was it like permeated everything you're like oh this is just some dude and he yeah i I would assume he's like very wealthy but little did we know he's a trash garbage monster okay little did we know so his tenure with subway Ended after he was investigated for paying for sex with minors and receiving child pornography in 2015. He had been the subject of a long-running investigation since 2007. Like, it was going on while he's still making these Subway commercials. Yeah, halfway through making the Subway commercials. Like, the whole time. Was Subway aware? Well, that's the thing, too. Why did it take eight years to bring him down? I know. Is it like you just need the receipts? And Maybe then, like, you just need the receipts and the FBI won't tell anyone else unless they have these receipts to show Subway? 
<laughs> to show someone. Because why would you want this person representing your franchise, which I would argue has no one's talking about now? Because no. there's no Jared. <laughs> there's no Jared. But that's a good point. Like, does the FBI know? And I guess is then are they talking to Subway because they're like, you can't drop this guy because we don't want the investigation to like go awry. Oh, now I feel icky. Yeah, it's gross. Uh-huh. So <laughs> in August of 2015, he pled guilty in federal court to having child child pornography and traveling to have sex with minors. Great. Um, he formally pleaded guilty in November that year and then was sentenced to serve 15 years and eight months in federal prison with a minimum of 13 years before becoming eligible for early release. He has two children of his own. Yeah. I feel terrible for them. Really icky. Really, really icky. Um, but cultural phenomenon. Yeah. Beforehand. Is he in prison in Indiana? Unclear. I don't know. Maybe. <laughs> Go write him a letter. I don't need to know. All right. I just really randomly, I just have this as an aside. 2000 is the year that Blockbuster turns down Netflix to buy them for $50 million, which I think is something like one two thousand sixtieth of what of what Netflix is worth now. Incredible. Now, here's the thing. There's not to say that if Blockbuster had bought Netflix that we would get what we have now. Right. Because right. Blockbuster had a very specific business model. We know that Blockbuster was like going and doing Blockbuster online, mm-hmm. like because in sort of response. Yeah, they did like the mailing. Yeah. And they, but they didn't, I don't think they like understood the disruption that could happen. And so I would argue that if you have that purchase and go through, history goes very differently. I'm not saying we wouldn't get to where we are. Someone else would have done it, mm-hmm. but it probably wouldn't be the same thing. Maybe not. Uh, but also, yikes. Yeah. <laughs> like, just like, the wrong side of history. Just looking back like, oof. Oof. Yeah. Real tough times. Yeah, because then I think Blockbuster officially files for bank- bankruptcy in 2010. Amazing that it took another 10 years. You know yeah. what I mean? Like to be like, oh, finally we're They we're, were done. still hanging on. But now you've got that nostalgia factor. Like I have a Blockbuster shirt I spent too much money on, but I get the most compliments on it. Yes, because people – It's bizarre. Because there's – you don't have the same feeling. You don't have the same like let me go and buy like a king-size candy bar and roam around the aisles for a while trying to decide what I'm going to pick and then picking the movie I've seen I know. 27 times That's again. That's what I miss most. I miss most about like – you have to pick this one thing mm-hmm. based on little information. Yeah. Maybe the cover alone. Yes. And you are home and stuck with it. Yeah. Like, uh-huh. I have too many options on my own TV now that I can, like, stop and go to something else. Yeah. Or, like, even the process of scrolling becomes consuming content. Yeah, I so spend then... most of my time just doing that and yeah. seeing what my options are. And then you're like, I'm too tired to watch something. At Blockbuster, like, you would piss or get off the pot. You know what I mean? Like, you could roam around and you'd always, like, see someone that you knew and be like, oh, what are you yeah. watching? Like, but whatever. eventually, like, your parents are like, we're leaving. Yeah, eventually pick your mom something. yells at you from outside and is like, I don't want to be in Scar anymore. <laughs> like, pick a movie. Yeah. Um, okay, okay. I don't know what? anything about this Academy Awards okay, situation. I just found out it's very topical. The Oscars are coming up. Yeah. So let's revisit the Oscars of 2000. In March of 2000, 55 Oscars were stolen from a loading dock in an L.A. suburb. This was just a few weeks before the 72nd Academy Awards. <laughs> I already have questions. It's what? already I, – and I don't have answers for you. It's okay. already weird. Um, so the company 
R.S. Owens. Okay. They've been making the statues since the early 80s. Manufactured, like, a new batch. Um, these factory workers worked 24-7 to create 55 more and get them there in time. Whoa. And just, like, within days, this guy looking through junk mm-hmm. found 52 of the 55. Okay. Just, like, in a dumpster? Oh, yes. yeah. In a dumpster. It was a dumpster behind a Food for Less near Koreatown. Oh, that's tough times of for, Los those, for those Oscars. He, he later quipped that he had more Oscars than any movie star. <laughs> But oh, Willie Folger. Like, yeah, yeah. Everyone was very grateful. They awarded him fifty thousand dollars, and oh. they gave him two seats for the award ceremony. Great, amazing. Uh-huh. I want to find some Oscars. Sure. <laughs> but so the thieves, I guess, just got scared and ditched a bunch. Mm-hmm. But three, where'd the three go? In two thousand three, another one of these missing statues was recovered during a drug bust in Florida. What? And. Two are still missing. Two are just on the lam? Yes. Someone has a rogue Oscar. So here's my question. Do they have, like, the award names on them? Like, I don't think so because you get that engraved after you win. Oh, but but do they say, like, best picture, blah? I don't know. Oh, fascinating. Remember when we interviewed Michael Westmore and the whole time just, like, right above his his Oscar, We were just looking at his Oscar, and I was like, man. I know. We should have asked to hold it. I know. Mm -hmm. I've never held an Oscar. I've held an Emmy. Very heavy. How the Golden Globe, not so heavy. But Golden Glo- I mean, you I did mean, not seem impressed. I, I wasn't. I uh, want to hold that crazy SAG award. Or a BAFTA. Yeah. <laughs> like that. Yeah. Yeah, the SAG has the face, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's intense. Wow, now, why is there not like a movie about this? I know. Maybe because you don't really have an ending. True. We don't know who took them. Yeah. Uh, wow. Yeah, it's really weird. Another thing, Wilson... The volleyball mm-hmm. from Castaway won the Critics' Choice Award for Best Inanimate Object. Is if, that like a recurring I'm sure, character? I'm sure they made this category as a partial joke uh-huh. just for Wilson, but honestly would like live for this category. <laughs> just because, like, yeah. But I, I mean, like costumes could, I could win come that. up with so many things. Yeah, we could do this. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you could do it every year, I think. Yeah. It's, a, it's like a prop award, basically. Yes. It's like best prop. Yeah, why didn't they just call it that? Wow, wow, wow. <laughs> I, I want prop awards. I want a prop award. It's not production awards. Singular props. Um, oh, you have on here the I love you email virus. Wow. You remember that? Yeah. It was a huge deal. Also, just like people didn't understand how the internet worked, period. So like things and like, like the damage they could actually do. Yeah. And so, but also the flip of that, where people would be like, yeah, yeah, let me click on this link. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, because yeah. not everyone had an email address. Like, everyone was kind of like, oh, okay, what? Uh, and so very easy to spread things, but also very costly. <laughs> like, because this was just, like, kids in the Philippines. Yeah. Like, created it and released it. One of the most costly viruses ever. Sure. It costs over $10 billion in damage. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> be like, JK. You remember any of those emails that's like, this is a good luck Yes. Bunny or whatever. Mm -hmm. You have to make these wishes. And if you don't email, like, your grandma will die. It was always so So scary. Yeah, Yeah, like email chain letters. Yes. Or did you ever get, like, an actual chain letter, like, in the mail? No. Oh, I got one. I've gotten a couple. It's very weird. It's complicated. It's complicated and also, like, it it costs money. I got to, like, mail these letters. Like, what's the end goal? Very strange. Um, Twitter came online. That seems... Crazy to me. And Blogspot. 
But we don't know if they were actually, like, in use. No. But the domains were purchased. Or registered. Yeah. We in were 2000. getting ready. We were getting ready <laughs> to change the world. Blogspot. Yeah. When was the last time you were, like, on a blogspot? Mm. Like five, six years? I don't know. I was waiting for you to say minutes. <laughs> I was like, oh. oh. like five minutes ago. Yeah, five minutes ago I was on a, on a blogspot. Um, so, yeah, a lot of weird, weird things. But, again, just a very transitional time like just things odd things happening getting we're setting the stage for the next for the trash for the the next decade for the trash that's about the worst fashions that photo you posted of 90210 like first day of school last day of school wow and i do think tori spelling is photoshopped i can't confirm but i believe just because she looks so different she's in a completely different outfit She's off to the side. Her hand is, like, kind of erased because it's under David's hand. Yeah. Yeah. It's, like, under his leg. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Um. All right. I'm trying to think of any, like, whoa moments. Oh, this is what I was going to add, and I didn't put it into the script. I met a Supreme Court justice in 2000. What? Um, I met, and of all the people for me to meet, I met Scalia. Wow. Look at you. Right? So I did this thing. It wasn't, like mock UN. It was like, again, I thought I was going to go into politics, like, so this was my Mm -hmm. destiny. So I went to some sort of, like, youth conference that was sort of global politics, like, whatever. Another one of my friends went with me, too. And part of the thing was we had a session at the Supreme Court, and Scalia, like, did an interview for us. And I remember sitting in the chambers at the Supreme Court, and there's, like, a, they have a beautiful, like, ceiling. And just being so, knowing that I was, like, diametrically opposed to Scalia, like, in every way, Mm -hmm. but also, like, you're a Supreme Court justice. And it's, like, there are very few things that, like, have that reverence. And also, you're a Supreme Court justice for life. And it was just, like, we don't have any notion of that in the U.S. in any other way. And just being, like, "Uh, uh, oh, (laughs) this is crazy. Like, I disagree strongly with everything you stand for, but, like... But you're so overwhelmed. But I'm, like, respect... Yeah. I respect you. Um, and, again, 17-year-old me being, like, idealistic nerd. and total nerd <laughs> like that. I was going to change the world. And... But then also being, like, whoa. So that was my... That was my world for, for 2000. Very strange. I mean, my 2000, I entered seventh grade. Right. Which I guess would be a bigger whoa if I didn't go through a K-12 through school. <laughs> Totally. There was but no But it was like, you're, you're like, just go down a different the hall. hallway now. <laughs> Literally just There's go a door <laughs> that separates the elementary from the rest. I don't oh, know. yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. I mean, you had to go through a door. I guess. That was a, that was a whoa moment for you. Had to move on up. Um, okay. I want to know everyone else's woes. Um, I want to know a lot of uh, Instagram buzz for our for your uh, Boy Meets World photo. Yeah. People loving People loving that. So I want to know what were the other things you loved? What were your, like, whoa, personal, professional, pop culture moments yes. of 2000? All of the above. Yeah. Send us an email. Find us on social. Write us a review. So until next week, bye. bye.